Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hi, everyone, and welcome to State of State. This podcast is presented by BetOnline.ag, your number one source for all your sports info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and lines, including the latest player reports for this year's NBA playoffs. BetOnline is always your sports information headquarters. We have you covered for all your sports wagering needs, whether it's the NBA, Major League Baseball, the NHL, right to UFC and boxing. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to get your betting info, including live betting options, plus your favorite casino and card game. That you can play right from your home. Head to betonline.ag today or use your mobile device to get in on the action. Be sure to use our promo code BELIEVE, that's B L E A V, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. State of State is presented by Bet Online, where the game starts. Also, State of State is a proud supporter of Blue White Outfitters. Blue White Outfitters was created as a retail shop meant to highlight the confidence, competitiveness, and fearlessness of the elite athletes found throughout the history of Penn State University. All sales from Blue White Outfitters directly benefit Penn State student-athletes. Visit www.bluewhiteoutfitters.com today. This is the episode for you if you're looking for Penn State recruiting and transfer portal activity insight because we have the guy who is on top of every last thing in regards to that. Well, welcome to the show, Kenny Sanders, the director of player personnel for Penn State football. Uh, Kenny, I got to start off, and this is probably a stupid question, but how insane is your schedule at this point in the year? You know, coming coming out of spring ball, you would think we get a little bit of a break, but no way. It's pedal to the metal. Coaches on the road. Uh, transfer portal's hot. Uh, Penn State recruiting is hot right now, and we're just trying to attack everything at the highest level and, you know, get this program better one day at a time, getting the right people in. And, so. and, you've, been, and you've been doing that for the better part of the last – 10 years, I would say. Obviously, for those that don't know, you spent a little stint at the University of Oregon under Mario Cristobal, departed there in 2019, came back rather quickly. But uh, you were here at Penn State very quickly after the sanctions came down uh, when the James Franklin era began. Uh, What ultimately drew you to the job at Penn State? You know, I I have a little bit of a unique path. Um, You know, coming from the NFL, that's that's where I was at the Baltimore Ravens. But um, we got to go back a little bit further to understand why I got here. I wasn't um, – it was very obvious to me what my, my level of playing football was going to be at a certain certain point in my career in high school, and Penn State was not going to be in the cars. I can say that because one of my best friends actually came here as a scholarship athlete, so I got to see it every day, what it actually meant to play at this level, and I just knew that wasn't me, but – you know, growing up in Philadelphia, where, you know, I was born and raised, um, you know, this place always kind of held a special place in my heart. And I wasn't going to be able to help this program university as a player. So I kind of saw the opportunity to come here and make my mark and leave my mark on this program through the avenue of recruiting. And having a scouting background in the NFL, I know I brought a certain level of expertise from a film evaluation and the other part of recruiting, which, you know, I had to learn, but kind of was already instilled in me was just, you know, people um, connecting with people, knowing people, understanding what makes 
you know, them tick and attracted them to a place that was already special to me in my heart. So it really wasn't that hard of a transition coming from the NFL to here because one thing I value about this job is, you know, I don't really work. I just kind of show up every day and tell people the truth. And it's really easy for me because I believe in this program. I believe in Coach Franklin. And I've always believed in what Penn State was. So, you know, I'm I'm very fortunate to have that opportunity to do it every day. Well, you now have a long relationship with James Franklin. And for those that don't know, if you ever see, you know, the pictures of National Signing Day and the the war room, so to speak, uh, either in Haluba Hall or the Lash Building, wherever that takes place, often photographed right next to James Franklin is you, Kenny Sanders. And not a lot of people really maybe understand what it is you're doing. And Justin and I and the three of us were joking before we started here that you're you're spec ops, you're special ops. You don't (laughs) even have a description on the GoPSUSports.com page. So can you explain to the layperson what your job is like day to day yeah um it's a little bit of everything and and justin kind of knows from working in this building too when you when you sign up to work in the coach franklin's regime you know you're you're going to be called on to do a lot of different things um some of them are going to be what you expect a lot of times they're not but you got to be ready to put on any hat in the building and do that job to the to the highest level when you when you see me sitting there and first of all before we even go any further i can't I can't go on without shouting out the guys that I work with every day directly. Um, the guys in personnel, Alan Zemitis, um, Chris Mann, better known as Slim, uh, Rashad LB, Rashad Rich. Uh, we just hired two new guys, um, you know, DJ Bryant and Khalil Ahmad. You know, those guys, you know, you guys see me, but it's really those guys that are the backbone of what we do in personnel and why we've been so successful. But, you know, me as the director of player personnel, and we call ourselves the kennel. As you see, I got the KNL right there representing our guys. We bring the dogs in. That's why we call ourselves the kennel. Um, but what we're doing every day is we're really looking for the best fits for this this program. And it's easy to evaluate talent. It's also easy to find good kids. But finding someone that fits this place and the values and the culture that we're trying to bring here to build a national championship team is hard because it can't, we can't settle. We can't settle for a little bit of this and a little bit of that. It's got to be the full package. So when we recruit prospects, we're not just recruiting kids, recruiting their families, recruiting their communities, because what we're doing here is we're not just trying to build a team to win a couple games in the big 10. We're really looking to change lives and build a culture here. And I think Coach Frank has done an unbelievable job. And a part of that is who he brings into this building to, you know, relay his message. So with the guys that we have in the kennel and recruiting, the coaching staff and everybody that surrounds this program, we're going to be consistently high-level recruiting the right type of kids that fit this program and bring us to where we need to be. Oh, the proof's in the pudding, and that's a great point, man. And that's why I'm happy that you guys are rocking at our alma mater, getting going up there at Penn State. I'm jumping into it just a little bit more into your job description. You said coaches on the road, and so you guys are back um, at the building. Can you go and tell the, our audience a little bit about the next phase of the recruiting cycle with NIL, I mean, not NIL, NIL, transfer portal, and then camp season? And, like, how does that all, all operate? Give a little bit of behind the scenes to the, to the listeners. So – as a lot of people know that the uh, the transfer window just opened up. Um, and for the people that don't understand that, all that just means is the NCAA has put some regulations on that prohibit when you can enter the transfer portal. So that window is actually going to be closing here 
in about five days. So if you are not in the portal in the next five to six days, then, you know, you will be kind of locked into whatever team you're in. So what we're sifting through at the moment is looking at whoever has decided to, you know, enter their names into the transfer portals up from other schools. And we're going through watching film on those individuals. And when you think about it, you know, imagine you're at your job and you're plugging along whatever is responsibility. And then all of a sudden something pops up and it's the most urgent thing that needs to get done in that moment. And everyone around the country gets that same alert. So it's really a race to kind of determine, is this a player that can help us? Is this a player that we want? So you kind of imagine taking three to four years of recruiting and shrinking it down into basically a day. You're trying to get information, background, transcripts, watch all of the film you can find, determine character, talk to the high school coach, talk to the coaches you have at that university or school, you know, get the kid on the phone, kind of feel them out, schedule an official visit, schedule, like all of these things happen instantaneously almost. On top of that, you have coaches, you know, we're here back at home base at the Lash Building, the State College, but every one of our assistant coaches is on the road right now, you know, visiting schools, you know, seeing who's next up from a high school recruiting standpoint. Um, on top of that, you know, our 24 recruits, we're trying to get them locked in for official visits that will be coming up here in June. Uh, camp season, as you mentioned, is coming along. We're trying to evaluate the younger guys, the 25s, the 26s, the 27s, shoot, sometimes the 28s, the way this thing is going. So all of these things are happening right now, and we're just trying to manage the pieces. So, like, as we have this conversation right now, when I go back and check, I'm going to have about 15 messages of kids that have entered the transfer portal that we think may we may need to look at. I'm going to go. I'm going to watch their film. I'm going to look at their cutups, and I'm going to say, you know, this guy might be a potential. This guy might not be, but everything is streamlined, and the, the information is there. And we've done a good job of just kind of making sure it fits our program like everything else we do and vetting the process. So when you when you're how in when you're in situations like that, it really comes down to how are you structured and how you and how do your processes work? And if you have strong people at the top making sure and I think we've done a really good job getting the right people in, because, again, I think we're in a unique situation at Penn State because we don't necessarily need to live in the transfer world because we've done a good job of recruiting and our farm system, if you want to say, is really good right now. And we're bringing guys through the program and they're developing. And we feel really good about the product. But if you're an elite player and you're going to help us win and you fit our culture and our program, then we're going to entertain that and see if it makes sense. So we can kind of be a little bit more picky and choosy than I think some other people have to be that need somebody. We don't need anything. We got everything we need right here, we feel, to help us win. But if you can help us, we're going to explore that too. Stand on the lines. That's a great point. Stand on the lines of that talent acquisition process. I mean, this is the heat of the moment of getting the final evaluations done when you're getting how the juniors are progressing through the offseason. You're going through camp season. Now you're looking at the transfer portal, dealing with the different NIL situations that's coming up. Can you give our listeners a little bit of insight on the camp process, right? When you're, you guys are recruiting kids to camp to try to validate measurements, validate film, validate metrics and different things of that nature. And 
having official business at the same time. Like when you talk about like a full spectrum of building an organization, can you go into that a little bit for our yeah. listeners? So anybody that's, you know, listening to this, that's kind of going through the process from a high school or even, you know, transfer standpoint, more, more so high school, uh, JUCO type situation, camp is invaluable to, to a program like Penn State, really to anyone. And I, and I say that because when you can get verified information, and when I say verified, it's great that you can go to whatever camp and, you know, they mark down your time. But I don't, I don't know that person that did that. I don't know what their operations are. You guys watch the film when you see report as well, you know, barely touching the line. That's not valid. That's not the standard that we're looking for. But when I can go back to my information from our camp and say, this kid was able to do this on our times, I know that information is true and I trust it. So there's been kids and it's funny because the window has changed even from when five years ago because of the calendar, you know, we didn't used to do official visits in the summer. So juniors would camp. Now it's a little bit harder to get a junior to camp because they're taking their official visits into their senior year. Whereas all of the official visits used to be, you know, in season or after season. So the camp window has changed. So we need to get information on younger kids faster to start making decisions faster because just based on the NCAA calendar, it sped everything up. But to your point, it is invaluable to camp wherever you wherever you are in the process because Coach Franklin makes a good point. Even if you already have an offer, it's still invaluable to camp at a university because if you're really considering that place, you should go work out with the coach that may potentially be coaching you to understand, number one, how he coaches, and he can understand how you receive coaching because – if you do end up going there and let's say you've camped for the last three years with the same coach, by the time you get on campus, you'll already have a coach player rapport that wasn't there before. And you can already be developing that relationship and it makes the transition smoother for you. But getting the verified information for us is paramount. Um, and we encourage everyone to camp. I mean, I want to say even the guys that were committed to us last year, I think, all but maybe one of them came to camp. A couple of guys came to every camp, like I said, wow. to build that rapport. So we encourage camp for everyone. And if you're looking to get noticed, like there, we, we appreciate the huddle film, the camps that we see from other places are great, but there's going to be nothing better than a live evaluation. So the more you can get in front of those people and showcase your skill set, you just can't beat that. And that's going to be the same at every college and every university that you ask. That's a great insight on just the camp series. And you've seen just Penn State's program from, like you talk about a 10-year transformation. When you think of the prospects that you were recruiting when you first got to Penn State and how the team looked when they were coming onto the field at this point. Fast forward to today, going into the camp season, how does the team look going into the season? What's the comparison? between those two different makeups of the team and what are you most excited about for the season moving forward or position group that you're most excited about moving forward? Oh, man. It's, um, you know, 2014 was, uh, was a little challenging. You know, the roster was – we had some work to do. Um, 
guess that's the best way to put it. I think we had one offensive tackle in the program scholarship. So looking back on those days, it's uh it's glad to see we're all still here. <laughs> but um I think we're in a very unique time for Penn State football because we're very talented and we're very young. Um, you know, we have veteran leadership where we need it. And I think that it is a scary time to really be in the way of Penn State. Um, the guys that we've had, the and, and credit to the, the guys that kind of just left out of here, they were some troopers, man. I could go through the names of those guys that we recruited, Jay King, that kind of held us down and um, really gave us the opportunity to be in this position. Um, but these young guys, and if you ask for a position group, it's honestly hard not I, – I can't think of one that I wouldn't mention at this point, to be honest with you. Across the board, we're long, we're athletic, we're fast, we're, we're just young. We need to, you know, kind of earn our lumps, as they would say, and – and I think we had a successful season last year, getting a lot of young guys some opportunities to kind of learn and play. You know, I can't remember the last time Penn State came out of a season with three freshman All-Americans. Um, so that's encouraging for the future. You know, obviously, you know, we've had some challenges in the past at offensive line. But I think, you know, the way Coach Trout won and, you know, we got some analysts in the building that, that are helping develop and the way we're recruiting – the marriage there has been dramatic and you can just see it. And again, it's about having the depth that we haven't had in the past. Now they're young and they got to learn and they got to develop because like you said, talent acquisition is a major part. The other part is talent development and making sure that those guys have the opportunity to get bigger, stronger, faster, learn and mature as not just football players, but human beings. So we're doing the part and we're doing it the right way, which makes me really excited um, because we're making, we're, we're kind of not falling for some of the, you know, the easy way out. We're not, we're not going at it the wrong way. We're creating an environment that's highly competitive and we're telling people, you know, this is the train. If you want to get on this train, this is what it requires. And we're getting the right kids in the boat that understand what that means. So I'm really excited about the future. I think most Penn State fans, you know, if you're paying attention, you should be excited about the future. And we're just going to keep rolling. Are you a fan of rivalries? Are you a fan of smack talk? Do you like to stand out from the crowd at tailgates? If so, check out Smack Apparel and see what their team has geared up for football season. Their Let There Be White tee is the perfect gear for all those famous whiteout games at Beaver Stadium. Or get straight to the point with the worst tee for all the Ohio State haters out there. Smack Apparel has the must-have tees for all your teams, including pro and college football, plus basketball, baseball, every fan is covered. Head over to smackapparel.com and use the promo code STATE10, that's S-T-A-T-E-1-0, at checkout for 10% off. Again, that's smackapparel.com, promo code STATE10, at checkout. Why we're boring when you can wear smack. 
Are you looking for undeniably good hair and beard care? Then Maestro's Classic is perfect for you. Maestro's has beard washes, beard oils, beard butters, plus hair gels and pomades. It's one brand for every man. Visit maestrosclassic.com. That's M-A-E-S-T-R-O-S classic.com and use our promo code STATE20. That's S-T-A-T-E-2-0 at checkout for 20% off your order. Maestro's Classic, crafting a better you. Kenny, you know, you talked about uh, the transfer portal altogether. And as a, you know, a broadcaster and a fan, I would say from the outside perspective, I look at schools like Colorado, USC, Oregon, I, I call it going after mercenaries. Penn state seems to be doing the complete opposite in that it's a lot of positive hits. I look at Arne Libichetti, Mitchell Tinsley, Hunter Norzad. Now, hopefully that translates into guys like Dante Cephas, Malik McLean, the list goes on and on. And to make the comparison of, you know, green flags and red flags, what are some green flags and red flags that you look for in the portal in terms of, oh, what's the right type of kid to come to Penn State? You know, if, if you notice, um, most of the guys that we've been in on and gotten in the program are guys that we recruited out of high school um, or guys that we know really well. So that I don't want to say that eliminates some of the risks, but we know that kid and that family, you know, you look at a guy like Chop Robinson, where it came down to us and, you know, where he ended up going. The second time around, it was familiar. So having that rapport already, you're not just getting an unknown commodity that you watch on film and you think it's really good. Again, it's about the culture. You know, those guys know us and we know them. So bringing them into our locker room, there's already a little bit of rapport there that you don't have to start from scratch. I think that's very important. Um, we're not going to build our team off the transfer portal. We're just not. Um, I still think there's a huge element of this game that has to do with, you know, the locker room meshing and your culture. And I think it's hard to do that when everybody's coming from a different place. So our core foundation, if you do it right, you know, should always be through high school recruiting. And, you know, you can – add pieces on through the portal if you need to. But again, everything in life is usually based on relationships. So we're going to build it that way and continue. And I think that's why you see the level of success that we've had. It's not because this player was so much better, but it's about the trust in what we're doing and them understanding and having an opportunity to kind of, you know, fix the decision coming out of high school that maybe they look back and say, you know, I can fix this now. So we, we, we write that ship and here we go. But the culture is always going to be what is at the forefront and guys that understand that. And, th- and let me just be clear. This is not for everyone. You know, this is a place where we're going to challenge you. We're going to demand a lot from you, not just on the football field, but in the classroom, socially, academically, and football, all of those things matter here. So, in a way, it makes it easier for us because if you're not aligned with what we're aligned with, then we can just move on. And again, we're going to get the right kids that fit this culture that's going to help us win a national championship here. And if that's not what you're about, we're okay. We'll get the ones that fit because the culture is what's going to prevail. And if you have a situation where your culture is not in line and, the, and everyone's not pulling the rope in the same direction, then where are you going? And we feel like we're going in the right direction. We're going to keep bringing in people, whether they be high school or transfers, 
that are looking at it from the same way. And thankfully we got Coach Franklin here because that's his vision and everybody's kind of falling in line with that. So. Kenny, when you're evaluating players in regards to do they fit that culture and they hit that intersection with name, image, and likeness benefits and you guys have to have those conversations, how challenging has that been for you guys adapting to this relatively new aspect of the rules? Yeah, um, you know, to it's been it's been a point of you know it's kind of weird at first because you don't know how that world is gonna gonna work. Um, but I think kind of like you mentioned with the transfer portal, I think we've attacked it in a really good way. Um, at the end of the day, we're gonna recruit kids that want to be here for the reasons that people have always wanted to be here to get a great education, play big time football and have a chance to make it to the next level. NIL is a part of that, but we're not going to – if a kid – if the reason the kid is picking a school is NIL, he's probably not our type of kid. And, again, this is hard. Like, Yeah. This is – this level of football, I don't, I don't think people are saying, Jay King, you know, anybody that's played at this level understands. Like, my favorite thing is when the layman person wants to say, man, well, they get this for free and they get that – None of this is free, guys. Like, when you're asleep at 6 a.m. in February and they've already been working for two hours in winter workouts, you tell me what's free. Um, and my point is, this can't just be about what monetary benefits you're going to receive. It has to be about much more than that. It has to be about how is this going to impact my life for the next 40 to 50 years. Because at the end of the day, NIL is great, and we have opportunities for guys in NIL, but the NIL push is not going to help you on fourth and one on the goal line. I need someone that's going to play for this thing right here and going to have that in their heart no matter what, you know, is coming through on NIL. Now, NIL is going to be a factor. We can't disrespect anybody, obviously. we got to come to the table. And we have, and I think you would ask any of our players, they feel really good about our situation. But that's got to be on top of the reasons why you pick Penn State, not the reason why you pick Penn State. The outside perspective often from fans in regards to recruiting is how many stars are next to the kid's name. And Justin knows all about this. He was a five-star recruit, came in, had a lot of anticipation at Penn State and was a phenomenal player. That doesn't work out for everybody. Right. Do you care – about the stars to say no would be an obvious lie i mean everyone cares about the stars you know but it's it's one of those things where again that's just a piece of the information um i love to watch the film blind i don't if if someone's bringing me a new kid that i've never heard of or seen before i want to know as little information as possible because i don't want a biased eval on a kid but to say the stars don't matter, of course they do. Like we're, we're all human beings. But when it comes down to would I take a kid or not take a kid, no, the stars don't matter at all. If the film speaks, the film speaks. You know, I had the benefit of, you know, working with some really talented people in Baltimore for a long time. And I think I learned a lot under the toolage of uh, Ozzie Newsom, Hall of Fame player, and will be a Hall of Fame executive one day if he isn't already. And I, what I learned there was, you know, this game is about playing football. You know, 
I know a 4240 sounds great and, you know, all of these things that the metrics, they're all great, but it has to align with the film. It has to at the end of the day. So I've never seen an offensive lineman run 40 yards and it'd be a good thing. So I don't really care about that time. I want to see, you know, lateral quickness, strength, agility, all those other things. And that's for a lot of positions. Like how often does one player run straight line for 40 yards? It's good information, but those things, stars, can they play football? Can they help us win? Do they have a mentality that helps us get over the top and win a national championship? The stars are a piece of information. All of that stuff is a piece of information, but it's not going to be something that influences anybody in our office to take or not take a kid. But to say that it doesn't have an impact, that's it's just not realistic. Of course it does. <laughs> what do you think that uh, hump is to get over for like a national championship type of run? It's, it's crazy because, as you know, you know, the year before I came here, we won the Super Bowl in Baltimore. And the year before that, we lost to the Patriots in the AFC Championship game, and it was a rough loss. Um, same thing with the national champ- with the, winning the national championship. I think it comes down to a couple things. Um, consistent play, um, staying healthy. I think right now we're as talented as anyone in the country. I think we do need to get, you know, a little dirt under our nails, if that makes sense. And, and I've mentioned it, just the experience factor that always comes into play. I think we've done a really good job of re- recruiting the right type of kid that won't flinch in the pressure. I just need to see it first. I think it's there, but until it happens, it's just a theory. And, not to, and you not know, to, not to poke it there. Are you talking about Drew Aller? Oh, yeah. I mean, Drew's oh, – yeah. Drew's, Drew's, uh, he ain't going to flinch. Uh, I feel good about that one. You know, it's funny. We all – everyone talks about Drew, but, you know, there's another guy in that room too that I think is going to be pretty special here at Penn State. So, it's – we've put – we've given ourselves an opportunity to not have an excuse. Like, we have the pieces. We just got to do it. And I think that – over the next couple of years and then hopefully building on top of that, you know, we're just kind of, I feel like, and I've been here now, this is what my eighth season, but I really feel like it's just starting. I feel like, and it, and it energizes us and we're excited. I mean, you've seen what's happened in the last couple of days. We're rolling things off right now. And all that is doing right there is kind of just securing the concrete for this whole foundation. And we're going to build on top of that. So I feel good about it. You know, Drew, unbelievable talent. And you go down, you go down the list, man. Like it's impressive. And and we've been a part of some impressive classes. And I think the ones that we've put together the last two years, that was the thing, Jay King. Like we had some impressive classes, but stacking them the way that we're doing right now, right. that's different. And and really that's a testament to everyone in the organization, not recruiting, not just the kennel, but literally everyone is invested in building this thing the right way and being total alignment from the athletic director to the president of the, of the university, to the head coach, down to the interns. And all of it is in line right now. 
which should make you really excited about what the future is going to bring because it's going to be hard to stop us if we keep doing things the way we have been. No, it seems definitely seems like you guys are cooking with gas over there. Do you think that total alignment is what we're seeing from the outsides, whether it's landed recruits, more national recruits, right? Two two corners from Florida that are coming in. You got the kid that had a nice spring, Elliot Washington. I mean, different mm-hmm. things like that. You had the transfer come in and transfer out, but you guys still stacked when you keep referring to that depth and stacking of the talent. Um, yeah, where do you see that thing going? Yeah, like you're 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 mentioning all the things that are happening, but it all comes down to the same thing. Like we're building it the right way. And I, and I think for a lot of people and even even us at times in the in the past like you would like that to be the reality, but it's hard. Like because the demand is to win now, win now, win now. It's hard to grind it out every day and get to this point. And through the foundation of people like you and, you know, EJ and the guys from the past, like Evan and, and Winston and all those guys that have laid down, going through it to be able to be at this point right now where we're reaping those benefits, man, it was not easy. You know that. <laughs> we went through the grind and we're still going through the grind, but at the end of the day, it's worth it because we're not just building a football team. We're building a legacy that's going to stand the test of time. That's how we feel about it. And again, doing it the right way with our culture. I I keep saying the word culture because it matters. Like I don't care what's going to happen in September because I know they're ready because I know who they are. And when you have that feeling, it feels different going into a season there's a lot of question marks. I just know with the guys we got in our locker room right now, it feels different. And you know that feeling when you know it. Like, it's like, eh, I don't know. But sometimes you're like, you know what? I feel pretty good about this one. <laughs> like, <laughs> now, like you said, you keep, you keep mentioning culture. Like, I mean, yeah. I think it's a it's a great word to use, especially with everything going on. You think about NIL, we think about the transfer. There's a level of distraction that comes with that, right? So when you think of just the culture and alignment, do you think that helps Penn State separate themselves from other players in the Big Ten or other schools, whether it's in the recruitment scene, where it's just like, okay, they're clearly about this, or this is what they're trying to recruit when it comes down to a culture standpoint? I think that's 100%. And, you know, you just said something that made me remember. I think we have, what, five former captains on staff right now? Something like that? Between Terry Smith, Alan Zemitis, Ty Howe, Dan Connor. I think I'm missing one. But, like, that's the culture. Not just Letterman, Penn State captains. Like, every day in this building help reinforce what this place means and what this place is. You're a recruit, you step on campus and you're, you know, you're talking to Dan Connor. It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> I guess, I guess, I guess this is real. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and, and that matters because to those guys, like, I mean, you, if you know AZ at all, like, to those guys, this isn't a job. Like, this is, they live and breathe this stuff. I mean, I can talk about it, but like, for those guys that lived it, walked walk these halls, bled on that field, it's different. It hits different. And it's all authentic. I mean, it's documented. <laughs> like, so 
again, part of the culture. Like, that's what it is. And that's another testament to who we bring in this building and surround ourselves with every single day. And it's a little bit of that secret sauce because when you're at another school and I'm selling you on this job that I got two years ago versus, oh, my name is right there on the wall. And I'm a Buckus Award winner. Oh, by the way, there's my Buckus right there. That's different. <laughs> you know? So it just, it's been a great experience. And I'm fortunate to be a part of it. Um, you know, these guys that we have, whether it be coaching, recruiting, you know, even in the building, you know, they have, it's all about alignment. It's all about the culture. And it's really about, you know, in, in 20 years, I can guarantee you there'll be a few guys from this roster working in this building somewhere. That's just what it is. You know, the other word that a lot of people like throw out is family. And I think if you talk about family, then it's not really real. Everyone that comes to this building says it feels that way. And we don't have to mention it all because it just is what it is. So that's the secret sauce here a little bit. And I don't, I don't feel bad about telling you because it's going to be hard to duplicate if it ain't real. And that's the beauty of it. Authenticity. We, we, it just is what it is. I, I love that Kenny. Cause that's something that's really important to Penn state fans. As you know, um, my last question how, how are you sleeping? Are you sleeping? Like, when do you sleep? Because your schedule sounds like it's 365. It's crazy. You know, sleep is overrated. Um, <laughs> sleep when you're dead. <laughs> we get a little time in July. So, but as I was telling you earlier, my situation is a little different. Uh, two seven month olds at the house do not really allow me much sleep at all, regardless of what I'm doing. Really. But They're not in alignment. They are not. They they gotta they gotta get in alignment. They got they need some of this culture, but they it's been great. Um, the one thing I'll say is, you know, we support each other pretty well here. Um, I haven't worked a day in about twenty years, man. Like I come in and hang out with my friends and talk smack to high school kids and have a good time every day, and tell them why. There's not a better place to be than in Happy Valley for the next, you know, four to five years. I haven't worked yet, and we have a lot of fun. We work hard. We put in a lot of hours, but it's it's all worth it because not every situation is like this. And I'm I'm blessed and fortunate to be able to be here. And you know, I found that out even more when I left, which is why I came back. So this place is special. Um, the people that went here, like, you know, Jay King and the guys I mentioned before, they understand it. Um, and I'm just thankful to be a part of Coach Franklin's regime and, you know, be here at Penn State. I am going to take one class one day just to oh. say just to say I went to I, – I was a Penn State student. What, like, no, no, I got I to gotta say something. Do not do what Tom Bahali did and just take doing? fly fishing. He took fly fishing. No, I'm not, I, listen, I yeah, take like an actual class. I like, love yeah. Tom Bahali. Talk to him in the past, but like take an actual class. I'm going to sit in a lecture hard, maybe Thomas building or something. Like, I don't know. I'm going to figure it out just to say I did it. I was a Penn State student. Oh, that's all right. 
That's beautiful. Kenny, I hope uh, you taking this time to talk to us did not mean that your phone exploded and we put you in a bunch of hot water. But thank you for everything that uh, you do for the Penn State football program. A lot of the reasons why this team is set up for so much success in 2023 is because of you, because of the kennel, because of the entire staff. So thank you for that. And thank you for taking the time today. We really appreciate it. Appreciate you. Thanks again, Ken. Thank you all so much for joining us. This episode and our entire library of shows is available now on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, TuneIn, and wherever else you get your podcasts. And of course, let us know what you think of the show on Twitter at TheKing1 and at Tom Hannafin. State of State is presented by Bet Online. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.